Free agency period begins this Friday. Let's look at the available point guards the Spurs can dip into. You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey guys, this is Jason David Frank, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to a Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. It's morphin' time. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I am your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's 5 San Antonio. I am glad to have you back. Hope everybody's having a great work week. We'll get you through it right here on Locked On Spurs. And we thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts, part of the Locked On NBA Network. Find us on YouTube, your team every single freaking day. What are we talking about today? This Friday is free agency period. Yeah, it begins. So Spurs can wheel and deal. They got a lot of cash. They got a lot of players they can flip. They got the draft picks. They got all everything ready to go. And one of the positions that many think the Spurs should attack and address is beefing up the point guard spot. They feel that Trey Jones ain't it. Well, yeah. They have a chance now to beef up the point guard spots with some of the available uh, players at that position. That's what we're going to do. Segment one, we're going to look at the top five uh, available point guards. Segment two, the bottom five, the top ten, and then give our picks. Which two should the Spurs chase? And yes, that does include keeping Trey Jones. And yeah, free agency period is here. It's just right around the corner. The Spurs, they won the draft lottery. They got Wimby uniform. And perhaps, you know, they're not in a rebuild with all capital letters. Now it's all lowercase letters because Wimby's in town. Uh, but still, they're in a rebuild. But perhaps with Wimby and making a move this Friday and beyond, uh, perhaps, you know, they can shorten that rebuild. They can start uh, doing reverse hangman and taking off letters instead of adding letters uh, to that word rebuild. The Spurs are in a position to make that happen. This rebuild can be even shorter depending on what they do uh, beginning this Friday. Let's start off with the point guard spot. Michael Jimenez, my guy, he is back, everybody. He is with the Acquired Taste Network. Follow him on Twitter at MJ Acquired Taste. Go on YouTube right now and search the Acquired Taste and subscribe. Everything you got to do. Make Mike happy every single day by subscribing. Jimenez, welcome back to Lockdown Spurs. What is going on, my man? How you doing? Well, nobody can see this because I'm not ready yet, but everybody knows I've been sick. And Jimenez, I'm kind of getting over. You know that I'm in, uh, you can see me right now on video. Yes, because, I can. Yeah, but I'm getting my color back. So that's good. That's good. So, and I will let people know you do not look bougie today. You look pretty normal. You know, dress down. You're sick. But uh, dude, the, dude, the summer. <laughs> dude, dude, wait, 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 wait. Should I, should, I, should I even tell you how much this blue sweater costs though? So I'm gonna no, keep that don't un- tell me. I'm going to keep that under wraps. I'm going to keep that well, under wraps. What is that, velvet? Come on, man. What is that, velvet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Mike is going to talk to you more about his show later on on this show. you got to subscribe to it. It is a fun show. All sports, pop culture, nostalgia, everything you like, Jimenez brings it to you. But Jimenez, let's dive into it. Uh, this Friday begins the free agency period. And let's tackle the big position that everybody thinks the Spurs should address, and that is the point guard spot. I don't think Trey Jones is it. They like him, but they don't think he's capital letters it. Wesley, he's too young. Sohan, yeah, you know, he plays it, but is that really his position? The list goes on and on. So let's go to look at the available 
top 10 free agents at the point guard spot via Spotrack. Let's go to the top five. That includes Kyrie Irving, Fred Van Vliet, D'Angelo Russell, Patrick Beverly, and Russell Westbrook. Let's reverse it. Which of those five you're just eliminating right off the bat? Kyrie Irving off the bat. Uh, Even though he's ranked the number one available at that position. He's ranked number one because of skill set and things like that. But it's the intangibles in a negative way uh, that we're looking at there. This is a guy that's a cancer in the locker room. It's a guy that is very ball heavy. Even if LeBron James was on his team, he would want to have the ball in his hands. Uh, this is somebody that is not going to help with the development of Victor Wembanyama, of Jeremy Sohan, or Keldon, or Devin Vassell. Right. Uh, this is a guy who, though, is very talented. And I know Pop was enamored with him, you know, about a decade ago. Uh, the fact of the matter is that he's the wrong guy for this particular type of situation. You know, the big thing in sports is what the best ability is availability. And mm-hmm. the last few years, he's shown he's not been available to the team. That doesn't mean necessarily injury. That could be, I'm going to not play because of the pandemic. I'm not going to, I'm going to sit out because of my beliefs. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to show up. I, I'm hurt. I think to me, that's what kills it. If he didn't have any of that, I'm down. Even if he is talking about flat earth, even if he is talking about UFOs, <laughs> as long as he was just playing, and being available, you know, as close to 82 games a year, a season, excuse me, I'm down. The Spurs would have enough and do have enough money to throw at him. They can offer him a lot of cash that he de- he might demand in the free agency period, but it's the off-the-court distractions. It's the will he commit fully. Remember what he did in Boston? He did that big pronunciation, that big proclamation, excuse me, I am a Boston Celtic for life. And then what happened? And then he goes to da- and then he goes to Dallas. Now they're kind of like, what, what's going on with him? Then there was the debacle in Brooklyn. Just recent history tells me no. As much as I would love to see Kyrie Irving and Wimby running that pick and roll, I mean, that would be just holy smokes, he menace. That would just, I mean, the, wow. he's very talented. He's very talented. And yeah. for all we know, might become a future Hall of Famer. I mean, he does have that chip yeah. that he has with LeBron, and that was one where, uh, you know, he was very clutch in those finals. Yeah. Um, I look at at Kyrie Irving, and it, it's it's upsetting because you you take a look at a player who is so talented, can bring so much to a team, uh, but puts himself first. He's a me me kind of guy, and I I'm not gonna fault him for politics or anything like that. Uh, but everything that he seems to do is about him and not about the team. And, and although he's number one skill set wise, uh, just for the growth of this team, for what they're trying to do and trying to sure. accomplish, he's not that guy. All right, let's take him off the list. And I agree with you. So he's done. Ranked number two, according to Spotrack, is Fred Van Vliet. I think ah. he's, I think that's doable. Uh, He's used to being on a system where he's not the guy, although he kind of is the guy. You know what I mean? He knows his role. You know, he played alongside with Kawhi, a megastar, played against Siakam, an all-star. Uh, he'll be coming in. If he were the Spurs were to chase him, he'd be coming in knowing that this is not his team. It's probably it's definitely Wemby's team now. So I like that. Again, the Spurs have more than enough money to cover for any of these uh, top 10 point guards we're going to look at right now. So I'm going to jot him down on my list. I would think I would like to see the Spurs chase him. He's a veteran. He's won a title. Uh, He would bring, uh, you know, a veteran presence to the court. You know, no knock on Trey, Mm -hmm. but Fred Van Vliet has a few more years on. 
him than Trey Jones. So for me, Jimenez, for all those reasons, I'm putting Fred Van Vliet on my short list. Yeah, I would put him on the short list too, even though he's the guy that said F pop. By the way, that's the he, thing. Well, will, will fans forgive him for that? <laughs> uh, no, he's a very good veteran presence. Uh, he's a very solid player, very consistent player. Uh, even his bad games are pretty good. So he has a very high floor, if you will. Uh, he is somebody that would realize that he's not the star of the team. He's he has played with other stars before and has been that facilitator. Uh, it's not a bad pickup if the Spurs wanted to go that route. If the Spurs said, you know, Van Vliet's the guy that we're going to go with, I would be excited about it. Uh, The one thing that I do look at, though, is, you know, the amount of money it would take to get him Mm -hmm. is probably relatively high. Yeah. Well, and the Spurs, but that's the thing. The Spurs are in a position to pay that if they have to. Like, you've been saying it on your show, The Acquired Taste, the Spurs have to spend money. They have to spend it. So yeah, they have to send it, spend it to somebody if they want to get their cut of the exactly. uh, luxury tax proceeds. Exactly. So, I mean, if you're going to spend it on Fred Van Vliet, okay, you know, not that, you know, like not that option. So for the top five, I'm going to put him on my short list and he's on my key man as a short list too. Let's go to number three. We're probably going to knock him out pretty fast. D'Angelo Russell. Yes. Spotrack ranks him as the third best available point guard. I know we're going to go with this, Jimenez. I'm going to, I already can read your mind. It's about the shooting. So take it away, Jimenez. I know you're chomping at the bit. Yeah. D'Angelo Russell is somebody that's very inconsistent when he's out there. Um, I, I like him more than I hate him, if that makes any sense at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, might not be the most efficient player out there. He only shoots, you know, in the, in the, low to mid fifties. Typically he has a lot of miles on the odometer has been around since 2015. Um, D'Angelo Russell is probably somebody who would want to play in a big market uh, just based on personality and kind of how he has played in the past. He's not a bad player. Well, well, I well, under- to, to, to your point though, he played in Minnesota though. Not a he big did. Market. He did. He also played in Brooklyn. He also played, you know, in LA. In so LA, yeah, uh, yeah he, he's used to that uh, environment. Uh, there's no consistency with him there. You know, whenever you see a player who has played for so many teams in such a short period of time, you have to ask yourself the question, well, why is that? You know, why did not, why did, did none of these franchises want to keep you? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's my biggest concern when it comes to him. I mean, you, you look at him again, a veteran, you, you know, he eight years experience. Uh, looking at, you know, he commanded a contract of about 27.2 million. I'm wow. sorry, no, 31. I'm sorry, excuse me, no, 31.3 million. Last wow. Year. Wow. Yeah. And he's still, yeah, he's guaranteed that money. So that's a guarantee. He is an unrestricted free agent. So the Spurs don't have to, you know, worry about any team trying to match and whatnot. He does provide shooting, though. I mean, I know he's streaky, but. Better than what the Spurs have right now. Uh, you know, I would love to have a streaky shooter on the Spurs team. A consistent streaky guy would be good. But you look at last year with the uh, Lakers, uh, 17.7 points per game, shot 39% from the three line and 83% from the field. And yeah, uh, yeah. not a bad player. Not, not a, bad a bad player. player. Yeah. But a $31 million clip, uh, I'm, I'm okay. I, I pass on that one. Yeah. Oh, so you're taking them off your shortlist on the top five? Uh, off the shortlist, yes. Okay. So far, we only have Fred Van Vliet on here. All right. So far. So far. So far. We've got to look at the lot bottom 10 or bottom five of the top 10. All right. Up next is Patrick Beverly. I'm going to pass 
Uh, I know he's a dog. And look, as much as I think this team needs a dog, I think they need to have a player. I don't care what position they are. Somebody who's going to not only get into it with the opposing players, but with the team itself to light a freaking fire. He's just too old already. This team is young. Uh, I know the whole veteran presence thing, but then there's veteran presence and then there's veteran presence. For me, Patrick Bell, Bell, little Patrick Beverly is off the, my, my short list. Yeah, I don't like him either. I mean, if Patrick Beverly was three years younger, if this was three years ago, then mm-hmm. I would entertain the idea. Uh, but at this stage of the game, at this stage of his career, it's a no. Uh, I don't know how the Spurs fans would embrace a Patrick Beverly. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is someone who gets under the skin of a lot of players, probably one of the most hated players in the NBA, along with like a Grayson Allen type of thing where he's constantly jawing at players. It's not a very Spursy thing that he does attitude wise. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't think it would be a good mix at all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'll scratch him off the list. And I think, you know what, save your thought, you know, we'll look at the last, uh, last uh, six players when we get back right here on locked on Spurs. by the way, is Russell Westbrook is up next. So we'll do <laughs> here what he meant has to say about that right here on locked on Spurs. But I want to talk to you about eBay motors. You got to try eBay motors right now for a championship team. It's all about making sure every player is the perfect fit where ebay motors comes in it's the same when it comes to your vehicle every part needs to fit just right so the next time you need parts and accessories head to ebay motors with guaranteed fit via ebay you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around just add your ride to my garage look for the green check arrow to know the part will fit or your money back because just like in sports confidence is the name of the game when you shop on ebay motors with over 122 million parts to choose from you'll be back in no time yeah After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay guaranteed fit is only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hello there. We're back right here on Locked On Spurs with Michael Jimenez of The Acquired Taste. That is on YouTube. Go to YouTube right now. Search the MJ Acquired Taste, excuse me, and subscribe. A new episode is out. No, or he's probably... You're probably getting ready for it by the time this show comes out. So a uh, new show is out, but there are, there are archives. And you can go check out his past shows, and he'll brag about his new baby later on on this episode. So rounding out the top five is Russell Westbrook. Interesting. Huh. Mm. Do you want me to go like, first on this one? Yeah, you go first. Let me, let me, let me look at some of his numbers uh, and stats. Take it away. Uh, yeah, don't hate me, but I would do it. I would do it. And Russell wow. Westbrook is somebody that I have hated for years and years and years. But right now in his career where he's in the last three, two, three, four years of his career, I think that he has humbled himself a bit. I think he realizes he's no longer superstar Russell Westbrook, a guy that can average a triple-double who needs to have such high usage. Being let go – or shipped off from the Lakers yeah. to the Clippers, I think it humbled him. And if you see the 20-plus games that he played for the Clippers, it was a different Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the Russ that we've seen in prior years. This is somebody who was more selective with his shot. Check out these stats about what he did when he was playing with the Clippers. 21 games, right? He averaged 16 points, 7 assists, Okay. But beyond that, he is known as being primarily an inefficient shooter. 
and this is a guy that shot 54% from two in his time with the Clippers that last two months of the season. This is a guy that shot a better percentage from three compared to what he typically does because he's usually, you know, you call him West Brick, right? Somebody who typically averages 29% from three, but he shot nearly 36% from three when he was with the Clippers. I don't think it was because he was hot. I just think that he was just having better selection of shooting the ball. He didn't. There were a couple of games out there, don't get me wrong, where he put up a lot of shots. Mm -hmm. But he seemed to be more of a team player with the Clippers. And I would not want Russell Westbrook for a long type of thing. But maybe like a one and a team option would make sense. The Spurs do have the money to afford somebody like him. He wouldn't be my first choice. But I would be excited if Westbrook was on this team. I really would be. You know, from a marketing standpoint, he, you know, Wemby's not going to bring people to the seats. You know, him and Westbrook will. So there's that. Uh, you know, he, he is, you know, a draw even at his uh, timeline in his NBA career. Look at what he did last year with, we'll use the Clippers you know, as a team he uh, ended out with. Uh, 15.8 points per game, 31% from the three line, uh, 43% from the field. You know, he's probably going to command a penny. We know that is probably his last chance to get a big contract. Uh, you know, I don't see him doing a one and done. I don't think he would want to come to a rebuilding team. I think he's going to still try to chase that ring. No, no, okay. he, he's he's going to command the, he's going to command touches. He's, you know, I get it. What you said, you know, maybe he took a back seat to LeBron and AD and then, Kawhi and, and and Paul George, but then again, Paul Kawhi and Paul George were rarely available, you know. So he was there, you know, to uh, help uh, take more touches. I I just think, yeah, no, no, I'm I'm gonna pass. I'm struggling with this one because I see but your point. Sees- I see your point. You know, you know, uh, a one and done scenario, like a one season and you're out. But I think reality is he ain't gonna come here. If he sees Wemby as the next coming of LeBron James and respects him as such, then I can see him humbling himself again if he did play for the Spurs. Um, now, he would have moments of going back to old Russ and going back to, yep. you know, shooting 20, 25 times in a particular game. Uh, but I think the positives would outweigh the negatives if, if Russell Westbrook was here. Now, if this was three or four years ago, I wouldn't want that Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. I want the one who got humbled when he got sent away from the Lakers. I want that guy. Yeah. So just a recap. So far, I only I only have on my list Fred Van Vliet. You yeah. have Fred Van Vliet and Russell Westbrook. So you, yes. you got your two there. All right, let's continue on. Uh, Dennis Schroeder, uh, Schroeder, sorry, excuse me, from the Lakers. He is an unrestricted free agent. I just feel like you could you could just get what he's going to provide just from Trey Jones already. Like I don't see yeah, any I mean, type of significant upgrade. Yeah, I mean basically yeah. he's a point guard version of Lonnie Walker. Yeah, you know, someone who's going to who's going to light it up one or two times a month mm-hmm. and he will show you the the potential yeah. uh, but won't won't do it game in day game in game out type of yeah. thing. I am I'm going uh, I'm going to pass on him. So I'm going to leave now. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass. Let's pass. Uh, all right. Gabe Vincent. Ooh. You know, uh, this is interesting. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, West, uh, Eastern Conference champ with the Miami Heat, unrestricted free agent, won't break the Spurs bank. Uh, they can available to give him a little pay bump. You know, last year he averaged about 1.7 million. Uh, you know, will come on the cheap. 
I don't think he would want to leave the Heat simply because they feel maybe they're knocking on the championship door. But he does have championship experience. He does fit the timeline. And I wouldn't be mad if they chased him. No, I wouldn't be mad at all. And if you saw the NBA Finals, you saw somebody who legitimately had a chance of being uh, a Finals MVP, have the Heat won the Finals. Uh, Gabe Vincent is somebody who showed that when the lights are on and everyone's watching, uh, he didn't shrivel up. I mean, this was a guy that went out there and balled out. Oh, yeah. Everyone was watching. It was in the Eastern Conference Finals, in the Finals. Uh, I like what he does. I also like the background story of him about how he went undrafted in 2018. He's a guy that's hungry. He has that chip on his shoulder. You know, he played three seasons in the G League, finally making his way to the Heat. It's a great story. It's a phenomenal story. It's a a very Spursy pickup, too, if the Spurs were to grab him. A very under-the-radar kind of, wow, that was a really good pickup for the Spurs. Yeah, uh, it's very Derek White-esque. Is, mm-hmm. is what it is. Uh, but this is, but, you know, Derek White was a, was a first round draft pick. So maybe it's mm-hmm. not identical. Uh, but this is the, you know, he made his way through the G League and is a G League success story and then became uh, a good rotation player to, oh my God, he's a, he's now starting. Oh my God, he's a good starter yeah. to, did you see what he did in the playoffs? Oh yeah. Now I don't think it's going to be cheap to bring him on over. I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to have to offer him 25, 30 million. No, no, no. But, you know, a 10, 12, 15, sure. that, that might make it happen. And he's yeah. only 27 years old. Exactly. Um, and he has been through the, the playoff battles. Yep. Uh, somebody on this team better have some playoff experience. Uh, why not uh, Gabe Vincent? 9.4 points per game for Vincent last year with the Heat, 68 games played. Uh, shot 33% from the uh, three line, 40% from the field, 2.1 rebounds, 2.5 assists. And just under a steal a game. I think this would be one of those low key under the radar pickups that really, really helps San Antonio. Uh, he won't break the bank. Uh, I, you know, it, it just, it just, just reeks of a Spurs chase. Like, I would not be surprised yeah. if we're in free agency and reports are popping up. Oh, the Spurs are one of several teams interested in Gabe Vincent. Like, I'm not going to be surprised if that happens. This is a very, very Spursy pickup. Hey, we're not done talking about available point guards when we get back. We're going to talk about the point guard on the roster right now and round out the top 10 point guards available, according to Spotrack, and much, much more right here on Locked On Spurs with Michael Jimenez of the Acquired Taste YouTube show. Hey, I want to talk to you about Muslinger's drive through Coffee. You've got to go to Muslinger's right now. Located at 2404,000 Oaks Drive, open every single day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You got to go there. It's locally owned, locally serving our community. It is gaining popularity every single day from cold brews to hot coffees to the uh, Red Bull infused lightning bolt series to the OG OJ which is uh, basically the Orange Julius for those old enough to remember. It's back only at Muslinger's drive through Coffee. And because Wimbayama is in San Antonio now, there's the Alien. It's a very good drink. It's very popular. It's basically Red Bull, Kiwi, and Red Apple. Uh, all, oh, sorry, Green Apple, excuse me. All mixed together for a delicious treat. You got to try the Alien. They are everywhere on Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, you know, you name it, Instagram, they are there at Muslingers STK. 
X. Over 300 five-star reviews cannot be wrong. Jimenez has tried the OG OJ. He loves it. He goes there to well, to Muslingers each and every day. He's in Boy's office, he can. I've been there several times. You've got to go there right now. Hey, life is too short for bland coffee. So we're bring him back. He is Michael Jimenez of the Acquired Taste YouTube show. He'll talk about that in just a few moments. So we're running out the top 10 here. And uh, let's go. Uh, I think we can do this pretty fast. Let me start to jump to number 10. Ayo Dusunumu from Chicago. <laughs> uh, we could take him off there already. Javon Carter, rotation kind of guy. I don't know. That's not the upgrade the Spurs need, so I'm going to knock him out. Uh, I need no, 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 no. Yeah, we yeah. need to go back. Ah. You want to talk about a Spursy move. Let's talk about one Javon Carter. Okay, what you got? Uh, okay, first of all, it's a guy that averages 22, 23 minutes per game, right? Yeah. The big knock on Trey Jones. Trey Jones, who, by the way, on this list is ranked at number nine, right? Mm-hmm. The big knock on Trey Jones is, though he is a very good ball handler and the assist-to-turnover ratio is very, very good, it's elite-level good, he can't shoot to save his life. Trey Jones was not a shooter in college, has not been a shooter in the NBA, and why are we to expect that he's going to be that guy in the future? I mean, why? Why would we expect that? And, you know, Trey Jones, somebody who barely shoots 30% from three for crying out loud. Uh, Javon Carter is not only a very good shooter and a very good efficient shooter, he's also somebody who's considered to be one of the top defenders in the NBA at the point guard position. Uh, just like Trey Jones was drafted in the second round, uh, 27 years old, he's been playing for the Bucks, so he's had some playoff experience there. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at his stats here. And if you take a look at the defensive numbers that he does, they're stellar, the numbers that they that he does out there. But when it comes to who he is as a player this past season, he shot 42% from three. 42% from three, shooting over four per game. He had an effective shooting percentage of 54.9%, which for a point guard is exceptionally high. So that would be a savvy Spurs move to go after somebody like this because if he can play defense and he could knock down threes, maybe he's not as good of a floor general down the, you know, bringing the ball up the court that Trey Jones mm-hmm. is, but he does the things that we hope Trey Jones would eventually become. And yeah, uh, you could talk me into this guy all day, every day. You know, you know, Again, I just see a situation, again, it's just basically Trey Jones defensively. Uh, I know the offensive numbers of shooting is a lot better than Trey. But, uh, yeah, you don't need uh, another player that has to have his touches. I don't think that Javon will demand touches, especially when Wemby's around. But And Keldon and Devin and all those guys. But the point is, is that I think you, you, you defensively, I like him. But you got that already with Trey. You look at also, too, that, again, it would be a Spursy pickup, but I just feel you get a little bit more with Trey simply because he has that Spurs experience already. Dude, no, okay, fine, 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 fine. But we're looking for, you know, according to the to the Internet and all this stuff, you know, Spurs need an upgrade, you know, upgrade at point guard spot. 
You know, when I think of upgrade, I think overall upgrade. Well, you know, I mean, uh, you, you don't have to be a big name to be an upgrade. No, no, I understand that, but yeah, I don't know. Well, we we got to move on. Our uh, clock is running out here. Uh, that leaves Trey Jones. Look, I made no bones about it. I think he should stay. I think the Spurs should chase him, and I think the Spurs should uh, run it back with him as the starting point guard. I know there's some people who feel that he's not it, and that everybody likes him, but he's not it, capital I-T. I think he is it. Made my case along, along with you on your show and here on Locked on Spurs with you and other guys. I've said he uh, he may not shoot the ball well, but I want a player who's consistent for Wemby. Check. Who has a great assist to turnover ratio. Check. Who understands the system. Check. And who is not going to demand touches. Check. And who's a point guard distributor first. Check. Still young. He's with this team right now. Why go looking elsewhere when you could just ride Trey Jones back? And if they were to ride with him the whole season next year, I will be fine with that. I am putting Trey Jones on my short list. One of the consistencies that he has is that he can't make a bucket. I mean, and again, we have players that have you, that you, can do that. Well, no, dude. I mean, come on. You got us. You got to have some shooters on this team. What are we going to have? We're going to have a Trey Jones, uh, a point guard who shoots 28% from three. Wemby, who only shot 28% from three in France, right? So, I mean, we, we're expecting that to be better. We had Jeremy Sohan shooting from three, 25, 26% last season. You need shooters. And you got to surround Wemby with shooters so that Wemby can do his thing. Trey Jones, I like him. I want him back. And if you say that he is going to be the point guard, I'm not going to be upset. But there are upgrades out there that I think the Spurs should explore. And whether it's a big name like Van Vliet or not so big of a name like Javon, um, it's just one of those things where there are better players out there. And it's just we don't know them because we don't follow Milwaukee Bucks basketball. We don't do anything like that. Uh, But Trey Jones, if they were to bring him back, I would hope he would improve. I mean, he did go from a... 17% 17% three-point shooter to a 28% three-point shooter. So I guess he has shown some improvement. He's gone from horrific to just bad. Right. Uh, but, you know, you got to have shooters, man. It's 2023. Got to have shooters. Yeah, yeah. I, I just um, – and I get all that, but I really like the guy. I've said it on your show, If it, you know, before Yaka Pertle got traded, Yaka was going to be my most improved spur for last year. He got mm-hmm. traded – that came up Trey Jones. I think he really, really opened eyes last year. You know, not like he can't fill the bucket, you know. I mean, maybe his shot's not there, but he's shown that he can develop a nice little teardrop in the lane, a la Tony Parker. I think he'll mm-hmm. find, he finds other ways to score. We saw him score multiple times of 20 or more last year with the Spurs. I believe he even dropped a triple-double last year. I, I believe. I may be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure he did. But he had his moments. But nevertheless... Uh, I'm adding Trey Jones to my short list. All right, so let's sum it up here. On my list, everybody, I got Fred Van Vliet, Gabe Vincent, Trey Jones. On Jimenez's list, he has uh, Russell Westbrook, Fred Van Vliet, Gabe Vincent, and I believe Trey Jones, or you're going to put him on your list? Yeah, Trey Jones. Okay, okay. Yeah, and and, and, and Javon Carter. Okay, so we agree on Fred Van Vliet. So I'm going to do the matches. Gabe Vincent and Trey Jones. We're going to stick with those yeah. uh, players for now, okay? So give me the top two between Van Vliet, Vincent, and Jones. Van Vliet, Vincent, and Jones. Well, Van Vliet's number one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and you would have to argue that Vincent would be number two, then Trey three. But then again, uh, uh, Carter might actually be three ahead of mm-hmm. Trey Jones. I'm going to say the Spurs are going to go with Trey Jones. For me, I would do. I would go with Trey Jones one. Uh, Shocker. Vincent second. Yeah. <laughs> and Van Vliet he was, was four. Uh, three, yeah, three, Vincent sorry. Vincent was special, man. He was special he was during special. the playoffs. All right. So those are our top three. Well, one more time. What was what was number who was number one for you again? You said Van Vliet, right? Van Vliet, yeah. Van Vliet. Who was number two for you? Uh, uh, uh Vincent uh and Vince oh sorry, Vincent Van Vliet and Jones. Correct. So it's Van Vliet, Vincent Jones, right? Uh it's Van Vliet, Vincent. And Carter than Jones. Oh, Van Vliet, Vincent, then Carter, then Jones. I'm going with Jones, number one, Vincent, and Van Vliet. Van Vliet loses a lot of points because he said F-pop. So that's he's <laughs> at the bottom of the list for me. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. Uh, you can let us know what you think about our top three picks. Uh, you can let me know at Jeff G Spurs Zone. And subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. The list goes on and on. And again, uh, we are part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You guys are the everydayers. Tomorrow's show will likely be about more free agency, uh, you know, possibilities and Wimby Shocker. Uh, Jimenez, tell everybody where they can find your new show, your new baby. What's going on? Yeah, so the Acquired Taste podcast is in week number three. Uh, so it's it, we're having a fun time, man. We're, we're doing a really good job. Uh, Joe Garcia and I have put together this show. Uh, it starts at 12 o'clock, typically runs out around 1.15. Uh, we're putting together a network of local programming because the local radio stations that do sports talk radio here uh, go to national programming from – 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So the, the mantra is we will fill the gaps because they don't want to. And we're live on, on YouTube, live on Facebook, and live on Twitter. Either subscribe to me on Twitter or find us at the Acquired Taste, MJ Acquired Taste on YouTube. Please subscribe. It's local programming. It's beyond sports. It's about life. It's about pop culture. Things are nostalgic. And uh, we have conversations with Jeff Garcia all the time because he is typically one of our guests maybe on a weekly basis so he does a very good job with us and it's a fun show again noon to about 115 monday through friday there you go again subscribe 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 that's the best way you can help jimenez grow his uh new endeavor and again follow me on twitter at jeff g spurs zone hey shout out to the spurs they were nominated for the espn sports humanitarian team of the year award for their efforts in helping you about a texas uh, recover from the uh, horrible mass shooting at rob elementary kudos to them hopefully they'll win it humanists hopefully they'll win it they definitely yeah. deserved it with their efforts what they're doing in, in uvalde to help uh, that city recover is awesome so for michael jimenez i am jeff garcia we're gonna put a lock on this episode of locked on spurs Oh, 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 oh,